0: Welcome, it's the return of the Maximizer Medicare podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by the Great Humanity Healthcare Foundation, a tax-exempt organization whose beneficiaries will include those who have health insurance but are overwhelmed with financial costs. Medical debt is the single leading reason, the single leading cause of household bankruptcy. We all know someone who has been affected, no community is immune. You can find out more information at www.greathumanityhf.org. As always, today's not financial advice. None of the information here is the offer or solicitation of sale in any financial contract, including but not limited to insurance. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast are mine and mine alone. They are not affiliated with the Department of Health and Human Services or the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. With all of that out of the way, we begin in five, four, three, two, one.
1: Now, the Art Lewis Show on News Radio Seven Ninety WSGW. Welcome Welcome to another edition of the Art Lewis Show here on WSGW, and uh, we are coming to you today from Our Savior Lutheran Church at the corner of Hemeter and Weiss in Saginaw, because this is the home for the 17th Annual Quilt Show and silent Auction to benefit the Saginaw Shiawassee Habitat for Humanity uh... not only do they have a cool show and silent auction but they have a buy it now booth also uh... it's running today from now until six p.m. and then tomorrow from nine a.m. to two p.m. two p.m. is when they close the bids and the, and the winners are announced admission to the show is free and again we are at the corner of Hemeter and weiss our savior lutheran church all the proceeds benefiting the Saginaw Shiawassee Habitat for Humanity and are broadcast today underwritten by our friends at Wolf Files, 5818 State Street in Saginaw. We'll tell you about them as we go on throughout the morning. Special guest with us this morning, returning for another visit. I have lost count as to how many revisions there are to his book, Maximize Your Medicare, but the 2018 edition is out now. He is not only a financial planner, but a guest lecturer and uh, noted expert in the field of Medicare. And we say good morning to J. O. Morning. Good morning, Art. How are you today? We're doing well, well Jay. How are you doing? Cold. You? I thought you would play golf by now. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I didn't know you played. Uh, we'll have to keep our <laughs> Good. Welcome to my world. Uh, there's been, uh, as, as it seems like there always is, but there have been some some changes happening maybe subtly maybe not so subtly for some folks in the world of medicare uh it has to do with colas and things like that so give us a little overview of where we're at now with with medicare medicaid and what's happened to rates and things of that nature
2: sure Our, in 2018 is the first year that you know you've had some increases in cola here to so for those who don't know a couple, of, know, percent if I'm, couple yeah. of percent right which is the cost of living adjustment for medicare for some persons, that has changed the Medicare Part B premium.
1: And why, why is that? And, and when we say, when say some persons, is it income-based?
2: Is that what we're talking about? It's correct. A number of years ago, as a result of the Affordable Care Act, there was something called the income-related adjustment. So as a result, when you, and since Social Security is a very important part of a retiree's income, As the increase of income occurred, it pushed persons higher in income, and then that resulted in an increase in Medicare premium. Did did it eat up the increase in the... It exceeded. Of course. It (laughs) exceeded. Yes, that's right. Cost of health care inflation higher than that of COLA. So as a result, it would make sense. So,
1: So let me ask this then. For a person who is getting Social Security and using Medicare, but also is working and has a fairly substantial income. It has less of an impact because percentage-wise, in
2: terms of the increase, it's negligible for them, right? Well, what ended up happening is that the small incremental change in their income increased their bills, the Part B premium, and the Part D premium to their standalone prescription plans by more than their increase in gola. (laughs) (laughs) Can't win. Can't win how does this relate to medicaid though? well a similar type of thing meaning that there are persons and including in the in your in our listening area where persons were on medicaid but and maybe let's just presume that the, their only source of income was social security due to restraints at the medicaid system we don't we all know that the medicaid system is restrained and as a result of that plus cola it has pushed persons out of full Medicaid. So as a result, not eligible for the full Medicaid benefits. Med- Medicaid is based on income, right? And your ability to pay. And means, correct.
1: And means, right. That's right. But it, w- it would seem to me if you're only living on Social Security, are you really going to get near that means test? If Social Security is your only
2: income? It can occur, especially if you're a married couple, or it depends on... Or if you took the delayed benefits and all exactly. that. Ah, right, yeah. So it will very much depend. the point is, is that this incremental change in COLA for those persons has made a dramatic difference. Because instead of where Medicare and Medicaid work together, some portion has now been basically taken away. And the cost to the beneficiary, the cost to a person who is on, for example, let's call it Medicaid spend-on, has ballooned. Uh, anything they can
1: do about it? I mean, you know, is there a, you know, is there some way of protecting yourself from
2: this? Part of Max Major Medicare art is the idea that when there are changes is that there are consumer rights, the federal government, the CMS, does protect your consumer rights. And they protect it very much in favor of the consumer, so that if you have a change in status, this does open something that the technicals are called special enrollment period. The reality is it allows you to change your Medicare configuration off-season. Right, not outside the window, which is normally what you know,
1: sometime in November, December. The, the
2: October fifteenth. October fifteenth. Fu- yeah, that's right. correct.
1: Okay, so that, so that you can you can make changes outside of that two month window, but you know, somebody who's been forced off of mostly Medicaid and now has to look at making other changes. Right. Uh, it, it's still going to cost them, right? I mean, it's going to going to cost you more money in the long run. There's no way around it.
2: It is going to likely cost more money. That said, there are a number of plans, there are a number of alternatives in the marketplace in most counties in Michigan where the the cost is low. And, you know, I can't talk about specifics here in public. Right. That's that's clear, but there, the point really being is that there is flexibility in consumers' that if they're affected in this way or know someone who's affected in this way, needs to know that you can make changes and that the consumer, the rules are set up so that the consumer has that flexibility. But some of those things are
1: one-on-one. You have to talk to an individual face-to-face because of privacy concerns and other things.
0: It's very
2: sensitive. uh, You know, persons like me are highly regulated. And, you know, my, my firm, the persons are all highly regulated. So as a result, we we can't just, you know, lay it all out, out there, recklessly yeah. speculate here up on air for you.
1: <laughs> well, go ahead. fun. <laughs> We're talking to J.O. about uh, Medicare and the like. Um, if you have any questions about it, you can give us a call at 752 752- six one 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 toll free eight six six seven ninety WSGW we're broadcasting today from our Savior Lutheran Church right at the corner of Hemeter and Weiss in Saginaw for the 17th annual Cool Show and Silent Auction for the benefit of the Saginaw Shiawassee Habitat for Humanity runs from now to six o'clock today tomorrow from nine to two admission is free and all the proceeds again benefit Habitat for Humanity uh, our broadcast underwritten by our friends at wolf isles fifty eight eighteen state street in Saginaw. you know you never know when a power outage will strike <laughs> you never know but you know you'd be prepared for it uh... that means you need a power source you can depend on to keep your lights and other electrical appliances working and that's why you need a honda generator whether you're camping or at home you'll need to be left in the dark with these efficient reliable sources of power Never will you be in the dark. Rugged Honda engines assure your generators will work for you, whether it's for recreational use or as a source of emergency standby power. Take charge of any situation. Let a powerful friend shed some light on things. Pour on the juice with a quiet, reliable Honda generator. Get the power you need when you need it. Wolf Files, Ace Hardware, 5818 State Street in Saginaw, where customer service still exists and they, of course, are open seven days. And We thank them for underwriting our broadcast today from this quilt show and sale here at our Savior Lutheran Church. We'll take a break and be back with more with J.O. Here on WSGW, the ongoing show on the road from our Savior Lutheran Church for the annual quilt show and auction for the benefit of the Saginaw Shiawassee Habitat for Humanity. My guest this morning, who has written the book Maximize Your Medicare, now in the 2018 edition, he is Jay and uh, If you have any questions for Jay, give us a call, 752-6111. Toll free, 866-790-WSGW. I have a question for you, Jay, because we talked about this for quite a while. Let's get that music out of the way here, guys. Can you get rid of the music, please? Hello? (laughs) I don't think anybody's listening to me here. Could we get rid of the music, folks, back at the studio? Thank you very much. Anyway, uh, let me ask Jay... um, I remember a while back there was some discussion, you know, the the alphabet soup sure. of supplemental plans, right. that the uh, that the
2: gold standard
1: plan F was going to disappear. Is that still
2: true? Is that still going to happen? That is still true. Beginning in January of 2020, it will not be available to new applicants. Existing applicants, they are unaffected, meaning that. There, once you have signed up for a particular plan under Medigap plans, the A through N plans, that's, they have letters, it is something called guaranteed renewable, basically what I say is the only one that can cancel is you, meaning you can make your own changes or you can stop paying premium, those will eject you. But other than that, if you are an existing enrollee in Plan F and Plan C who both have <clears throat> pay for the part to be deductible, then you you are guaranteed to be covered by that plan, the terms and conditions, as long as you continue to pay. And what happens to the premiums on that plan? You have to remember that there are rules on all Medigap plans, as well as all health insurance plans, where the carriers must set, spend 80 cents on the dollar of of the premiums received as a pool. That is not an individual number, so in other words, let's say that you right. had eight hundred dollars of planes that eight hundred dollars is with the other policyholders. sure they, on average down.
1: they have to spend Correct. it now so i'm curious about this eighty cents on the dollar is what they have to spend on health care do their expenses their everyday office expenses stuff like that that come out of their twenty
2: percent or are they making twenty percent profit they must spend eight all of their their administrative costs, including claims, into that eighty percent. Okay, so they're, they they make decent profit then. Theoretically, if they exceed the eighty percent, there they will rebate you the difference. Right, that's right. right. All right. Uh, so um, one last thing there on art is that <clears throat> I hear this kind of skepticism. You know, I've spoken in many different locations, and of course, it is. You know, very natural that we have a skeptical society. <clears throat> Excuse me. But the, on the flip side, there is heavy competition. For example, in sure. in Midland County, in Midland County, if you are sixty five years old, I can find five to six sellers within five dollars a month. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. So, th- on one hand, there is skepticism, and that 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 is totally understandable. Some of that is earned and there's oh, no oh, dispute <laughs> yeah. there's no choice about that we're not going to dispute that that said the commercial reality is that within five dollars a month five sellers that's pretty competitive yeah
1: yeah that's very competitive that's very competitive so uh, why plan f why is it going away what was there about plan f that uh, that singled it out for extinction
2: well plan c and plan f what is plan c is it plan similar? C? it is similar it is similar there's slight variances, but the the thing that they have in common is both of those Medigap plans pay for the part B deductible, right? Where you can understand that we're trying to have a system or and this is me speculating, which I did speculate in the, in the original edition that I identified those two plans as very much being part of a potential Medigap reform in the future. Roll, roll the time clock three years later and yeah. here we are which is that y- it prevents abuse by both the patient and health care provider because since those two plans pay for the Part B deductible if I had hypochondriosis and I went to the doctor every day then this pays a hundred percent of the sure, cost, Right. for example or and in addition to that we've got And this situation is very uncommon, but let's just say that we have over over, um, prescription of diagnostic services. Now all of a sudden you've got a plan paying full 100% where the carrier is responsible for everything that Medicare does not pay. Yeah. Yeah. But guys like me sleep well at night. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> so, that's right. So I mean, and F. Sort of F was the gold standard. It's that, that's the, correct. It's the gold
2: standard. Right? It, that is correct. It pays all out-of-pocket expenses. Correct. And it is. It is also one of the most popular. Is it not? It is very popular. Depending on the location, it it, it is the most popular plan that is going to fade, of course, as it stops becoming available. And in addition that, to that. There's the math of money equation. There are going to be plans in every location which are going to be more economic.
1: Uh, we have Tim uh, in Bay City waiting for us. Tim, good morning. Hello, Tim.
2: Yes.
3: Uh, am I on to ask a question?
1: Yes, you are okay. on the air.
3: Okay. Well, I'm not sure if this is an appropriate question for this gentleman, but the. Uh the cost of, of the Medicare uh, that you pay coming out of your Social Security check, uh, that's geared to your income, to your adjusted gross income or modified adjusted gross income. In a situation with Dow Chemical and they merged with DuPont, uh, they had some certain plans that they had to change, and as a result of changing those plans, they just bought out of, we uh, re- changed how the money was coming to you. As opposed to coming from Dow, it was coming from an annuity. They issued you a W-2 for a fairly, a fairly sizable amount of money that you really never got. They just use that money to go into annuity. That amount of money comes as a W-2 increases the adjusted gross income, which is going to increase the amount of Medicare that or the cost I'm paying for the Medicare. Is there a way of appealing that or checking of that since you really didn't get that money, but it's actually going to drive up what I pay for my Medicare?
2: It's an excellent question because, yes, the local listening area is going to be affected by this. This There's a technical point that you would have to actually speak with an accountant. There is an appeals process. There is an appeals process on the IRMA application, which is IRMA being the extra increase as a result of higher income brackets. Mm -hmm. So there is an appeal process. That said, I have seen one case. In Atlanta, Georgia, of all the cases I've seen around the nation who have asked me similar types of questions, the way that they'll look is that they will look to two years prior on your income in order to, de- to decide whether or not you're Part B and Part D if you will be charged this IRMA, this surcharge amount. Okay. Okay and how well,
1: he would that? have to start the process he would have to have
2: an accountant or himself start the process right it's not automatic it is not automatic definitely not of course. <laughs> <laughs> they will presume that it's correct and you do have a filing from your employer or ex-employer previous employer which does reflect this number i do understand what your point is right. and that does that will be taken into account yes
3: okay and how do i get this or how do i get that started uh, I mean. Uh, do I go to the Social Security office or Medicare or you said accountant but uh, uh, I've already talked to uh, my brokerage guy and he didn't know anything about it
2: <laughs> it's not it. It's, it's not a brokerage question it, it, it. it's not a financial markets question not this particular okay. question no and okay. so yes you would need to go to Social Security Administration or to Medicare then those persons are the ones that will be able to what happens on Part B and Part D appeals is that there is a third-party arbiter, okay, for, to make decisions on such appeals. We are in the deep end of the pool now, here, Art. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, absolutely. But these these situations do occur. They will become more common. Oh, lovely. Okay, it, and f- not only in this pati- in Tim's case, but in other cases as well. Yeah. Okay. We'll have this moving. All point. right. So I should start? Well,
3: Okay, yeah. thank
1: you. No, okay. Go, ahead. go ahead.
3: What I were would, you going to say, Tim? I was going to say, should I start then by calling the Social Security
2: office? It's probably Medicare to be candid with you because they are the ones who are making the determination. Social Security Administration, they're quite distinct from each other. Social Security Administration deals with your eligibility to Medicare. Okay. Medicare deals with, okay, now we have Part B and Part D. So... Uh-huh. It, so I would start with actually Medicare. Okay. Those persons are the ones that deal with appeals.
3: And I can get a number probably by going online into the Medicare website, Austin, right? Oh,
2: I would that's, that's the know. starting point, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All
1: right. Okay. Thank you very much.
2: Tim, You're thanks welcome. for calling. Bye-bye.
1: Okay, Bob. bye. 9.36 on a Saturday morning. We'll take a break. Be back with more. Lines open for J.O. we're back with you here on WSGW the Art Lewis show on a Saturday morning coming to you from our Savior Lutheran Church home of the quilt sale and auction show and auction for the benefit of Shiawassee Saginaw habitat for humanity Uh, our broadcast underwritten by Wolf Files we'll tell you more about that coming up Uh, we're talking to J.O. who's written the book maximize your Medicare uh, we apologize too. Earlier on, we might have been having a, a few sound issues that have been repaired. Uh, but we had a caller uh, want to know if you could uh, repeat just just encapsulate the the cola reference and how
2: cola has affected Medicare and Medicaid. It's worth repeating again. Sure. In 2018, there has been an increase to Social Security benefits for certain individuals at high income levels or upper middle class let's just call it um, you know close to cutoff points sometimes the Cola has increased such that the Part B premium has increased and the increase in Part B premium has exceeded the amount of Cola increase so the reality is is that while Cola has existed hooray that the Part B <laughs> increase has taken up more than the amount of Cola Unfortunately for when I look at persons or when we have heard of cases for persons who have been receiving Medicare and Medicaid, increases in COLA in certain instances has resulted in the re- ejection from full Medicaid, <laughs> meaning that there's still certain components of financial assistance available, but not what they were used to in 2017. There are consumer rights. There are consumer uh, flex. There is consumer flexibility federally protected, so that if that's, that that is changes happen to yourself or someone we, we know in the listening area, there are there is the availability to make changes. You can make changes yeah. outside of the normal annual election period.
1: Now, let me ask you this because this uh, just occurred to me just now. But if Ecola goes up and your Part B, let's say, goes up at a greater rate than the COLA increase. Right. Um, is not that part uh, exempt from taxes? So does it increase your tax deduction because your Part B was higher? As far as taxable Social Security goes, I mean, if you're a high income earner, if you're an income earner and you're also getting Social Security, you're going to be paying taxes on Social Security. Right so because the part b went up is that a
2: greater deduction within social security so i don't pay tax on that part it is possible no question that the irma is part of the premium from this point right. so yes yeah in, in that instance you would want to check with your accountant as you know that is an accounting
1: yeah it's an accounting thing did. right yes. But just i just thought you know it just seemed to me that you know if you want one hand washing you know you, you gain one place you lose
2: someplace else and. That seems to be the nature of the beast. It just illustrates that there is tremendous demographic and fiscal burden on the federal government here, uh, and including at every state on their Medicaid situation. Meaning, there, there are 59 million people who are Medicare beneficiaries. Are 10,000 people a day? That is demographic reality. We cannot stop that.
1: And therein lies the problem for Social Security, Medicare when these programs particularly social security when it was created uh you retired at 65 they expected you to die at 66 and there were 10 people contributing for every one person taking out social security now you retire at 66 or 67 you live to 90 and there's one and a half people contributing and eventually
2: those numbers are going to uh, cause problems aren't they you'll see projections about how long and how viable that medic the Medicare system is possibly viable I don't think that we're gonna well I'm quite certain we're not gonna have a solution today here art but this is the fundamental problem the fundamental challenge that we have that's why I wrote the book because on one hand a person can do everything that, inside their power they can be healthy they can exercise have the right diet the flip side is there are a large number of factors that are beyond the person's control sure and demographic fiscal reality being among them and you don't know when you're going to get sick and you don't know when you're going to get sick or how or just how sick you're going to be when it happens you know (laughs) as you know high long-running medical costs are the number one Number one cause of bankruptcy in the United States.
1: And the last six months of your life are always the most expensive medically, they say. That is what the statistics say. <laughs> it's lovely. So, the bottom line, folks, is you know, uh, I, I this is my personal opinion. That's all this is, Jay. I don't think because of the size of the voting block the federal government is going to allow social security and medicare to run afoul
2: very difficult uh, it is the largest voting block there is the political reality of course that's
1: the political reality and politics drives an awful
2: lot of things that's yeah. right you know so that's why i don't i don't go to sleep worrying about whether i'm going to have it when i wake up in the morning nor do i and that's what i'm saying that said for example a lot of the, the 40 minutes has been about incremental changes the caller they're going to be these right. changes at the margin where persons at the in the private level are going to be affected There, I would I would expect I mean
1: it seems to me to be reasonable to expect the retirement age will go up uh, and uh, because something has to happen I mean you know either the benefits have to shrink or the retirement age has to go up you can't sustain an
2: unsustainable program somewhere along the line there has to be give and take on both sides it's going to be very interesting to see for example some persons have said the medicare advantage would cease to exist but the reality is that next year in 2019 medicare advantage is going to get a pay raise from the federal government and you've seen medicare advantage the plans the CEOs of the companies that provide Medicare Advantage plans, potentially saying that they could see a scenario where Medicare Advantage is 50% of the market? I could see a scenario where you're forced into a Medicare Advantage plan, if it offers advantages
1: to the government and the provider and everybody else, I could see where you're forced into it and it's a you know it's a directed plan where you're told who your
2: doctor is and where you go and what you do. The plans are very competitive, there are a large number of sellers in public when I've spoken about Medicare Advantage as long as you understand that there's a network involved and that this is an annual contract yeah that certainly the the sellers themselves are competing at a very high level at very low profit margin numbers so they've got the numbers right yeah all
1: right we're talking to jo who by the way you're going to be talking to uh, second of Township Community
2: schools? That's right. It is uh, next Monday. Not this coming Monday, but at six o'clock. It is through the community education program. It is about long-term care planning. Art. Part of Medicare is the first twenty days have zero copay under Part A. As if you are after a three-day inpatient hospital stay, day twenty-one to hundred have a, a daily charge covered by Medigap or by Medicare Advantage if you have those after that the person the patient the beneficiary is responsible for 100 percent of the costs and I I call long-term care planning the elephant in the room so so it's like a supplement to the supplement you have
1: you have Medicare you have a supplement to pick up the overages and after 100 days now you have another supplement to pick up the long term basically it's actually the
2: simplified cla- f- terms the class is more about how to think about it okay okay there are there is a large number there are a large number of strategies yeah. To, on how to consider that. they are elder law attorneys, for example. Right. This is not about that. This is more about the topics that someone will consider. It is the most difficult conversation a family can oh, have. yeah, nobody likes to have it. Nobody likes to have it, so they don't end up yeah. having it. All right, we're going to take a break, come back uh, with
1: J.O. here on WSGW. Back with you here on WSGW, The Art Lewis Show. Uh, we are broadcasting today from our Savior Lutheran Church, corner of Hemeter and Weiss in Saginaw. 17th annual quilt show and silent auction featuring a buy-it-now booth runs from now till six o'clock, and then tomorrow from nine to two. And the admission is free. All the proceeds benefit the Saginaw Shiawassee Habitat for Humanity. A building filled with beautiful, beautiful quilts that you can bid on, and then at two o'clock uh, tomorrow the bidding closes and they announce the winners. And uh, you could be one of them, but you gotta come on out. And uh parking is not very far from the front door, so you don't have to really worry about getting out too much in the weather. Uh our broadcast is underwritten by our friends at Wolf Isles, 5818 State Street in Saginaw Township. Power outages can hit without warning but a honda generator can help keep the lights on you'll never be left in the dark with these lightweight efficient units that are powered by rugged honda engines let an economical portable honda generator brighten your life whether it's for recreational use or as a source of standby power put the power of a honda generator to work for you and take charge of any situation get yours today at wolf Isle's ace hardware 5818 state street in saginaw customer service still exists, and they're open seven days. J.O. is our guest. Uh, he has written the book Maximize Your Medicare. Now in its 2018 edition, which is what? Fifth? Sixth? I've forgotten. I lost count of how many there have been. I had to count as well this morning. <laughs> Six. 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 Okay, okay. that's right. Three <laughs> <Every> years. <laughs> but there is something else uh, that jay has created, and uh, full disclosure, I'm. Part of it, the Great Humanity
2: Healthcare Foundation. Tell us about this. Our, as you know, after the travels and the number of, of speaking engagements, the reality is that the work that people have health insurance, but the, the health insurance contracts themselves have high deductibles, high copays, and one financial situation, one medical situation, can create huge financial distress on a family that person persons have to take extra jobs they have to change their lifestyle fundamentally, go bankrupt or go bankrupt economies get affected they don't travel they can't consume they've got to change their lifestyle so local businesses also get hurt so the great humanity Healthcare foundation is created is now a tax exempt organization so what ends up happening is we're going to accept funds and those funds will be distributed to those persons that have health insurance but are faced with devastating financial burden and so this is going for example all of my speaking fees and the entirety of net proceeds from maximizing Medicare will be going to the great Humanity Healthcare Foundation that's our starting point we will be having public events other publicly available situations where Providers are going to be able to advertise their services people will be able to get screenings and then Be able to have those funds to distribute to those persons who are financially stretched
1: Then that really is the long-term goal is that some point in time You're going to begin accepting applications for folks who are in need
2: and there's no community unaffected I mean yeah. literally there's Everybody. no because What ends up happening is persons believe or may think, well, I have insurance and therefore it's no problem. But the reality is a family deductible can be $10,000 or higher. Um, Is there a a, a website or a place
1: people can get more information about the Great Humanity Healthcare Foundation?
2: (laughs) Yes, there is. It is greathumanityhf.org, greathumanityhf.org. People can also sign up to the Maximize Your Medicare newsletter. Which is on the book's website, maximizeyourmedicare.com. There, there will be always links to the Great Humanity Healthcare Foundation.
1: All right, let's take our last break and then we'll come back and finish up. All right, uh, we are back with you just for a, a moment or so. Our guest has been J.O. OJ is, of course, written the book Maximize Your Medicare. Uh, And he is also a certified financial planner, a Chartered Life Underwriter, a Chartered Financial Consultant. He's all of those initials after his name, including MBA. And uh, he can uh, help you in a myriad of ways.
2: How do they get a hold of you if they'd like to chat with you or make contact? Phone number is 989-607-4121. The website for the firm is gh2benefits.com. All, All right. sorts of ways to get a hold of us. Thanks for being with us, Jay. Thank you. My as always are.
1: And we'll be back next hour a couple of times to tell you about the quilt show going on.